Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Episode 35 of an orange and blue thing here Thursday, August 31st in the waning days of summer. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? It's it's bumming me out. Me, the bummed out one, is Brian Ernie. That right there is Darren Meenan. What up? And we are here for many, many reasons, one of which is to talk about a New York Mets team that just wrapped up a 10-20 and 20 August. Awesome. Ugh, with a 7-2 loss in Kansas City this week. It was not pretty. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to what's going on in Mets land. We'll get to whatever you want to talk about. And with that, we'll also take live calls again tonight. Went really well last week, so we'll do it again. 631-388-5195, number to hang out. We got Lizzie here fielding your calls, so we appreciate her, as always. Be good to her. When yeah, you give Lizzie a shout. Get on That's the phone it. with us. Talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. We are pretty much a Mets baseball show, but we don't even really but, talk about the Mets half the time. Yeah. So whatever you want to talk about. You need some uh, some love advice. We can turn this thing into love lines at, like, back in Z100 days. That's it. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, the old Dr. Drew show. Right. You sound a little like t- are you tired. I'm a little beat today, too, but I'm I'm not tired. I'm just, you know, know, you were you were pumping it up today at the gym when I called you. I was I was at the gym. We were we were talking shop at the gym. We, it, look, it's been a it's been a kind of emotionally draining week, especially for you guys who had planned to go to Houston. Right. And and have seen everything play out. Um, do you want to first before we do that? We should cheers. Uh, we, we should, should cheers. do a little toast. Cheers to the city of Houston and keeping all you guys in our thoughts and our prayers. Mm. Absolutely. I think that I think maybe we should start with that. And do you want to talk about how you kind of came to the decision to to do what you did and, and talk about all the uh, mechanics that exist still before we jump into that? Um, did I kind of work out today by like by association? Yeah, yeah. Because right, cool, I called you while you were yeah. at the gym. So. Yeah, by diffusion. Yeah, exactly. Um, you did push ups by diffusion. Yeah, you know, Brian's been very instrumental in pretty much helping me write what I've been writing over the past. I don't know since we started the show. Obviously, Brian's uh, has a PR background. That's what he does every day for a living. So when I'm about to write something on the internet that has of somewhat importance, besides like, hey, T-shirts are coming out soon. Brian helps me look over it and. Um, I was in close contact with him pretty much since we got word last week that this was actually a storm that was going to uh, be of, of substantial size. It wasn't you know just a flash in the pan. This was a real deal thing. So we were talking even last week after the show like, hey, I might need your help in a couple of days. And he always says, you know, no problem. So uh, Brian helped me write uh, pretty much all the emails and stuff that went on the website this week to just keep fans informed of what's going on. Because honestly, up until yesterday, we were completely in the dark on if this game was going to be played in Tampa, if this game may, may come to City Field, if it might go to St. Louis. Uh, if they might play in, in Houston, which ended up being the end result, yeah. what they actually decided on. Which is pretty shocking, to be quite honest. It was. You know, we, we were we were both, you know, thinking that there was no way they were going to play in, in Houston, but they are. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as we saw after 9-11, you know, bringing people together for a, a common purpose of supposed joy rather than devastation is something that's positive for the community. And, you know us going there is the last of their concerns. You know right. what I mean? The thousand Mets fans that were going there from 29 states is the last of their concerns. And honestly, it was the last of my concerns too. So I didn't want to come off insensitive um, in any way. Mm. And you helped me elaborate that point. So I right. thank you for that. Well, yeah, no problem. I mean, that's my pleasure. And, you know, it's it's always such a sensitive situation. You never know exactly how people are feeling. And, and you want to be able to try to be able the best you can to empathize uh, with the people of Texas, people of Houston and, and Beaumont and all the surrounding areas in fact 
Um, you know, people will still go to this game. I know there are people within driving distance that are going to get in their cars and they're going to go. We have one on the line. And, we do. Uh, and I, I think we should talk to him really quickly. We, we totally should. And maybe get like kind of a glimpse into the mindset of, of what's going on in Texas. So we have Rudy from Texas on the line. Rudy, what's up, man? Yeah. How's, how are you? What part of Texas are you in? Oh, well, I'm actually in Houston, Texas. Uh, wow. You know, uh, we, we survived. <laughs> okay. So you got you got out relatively unscathed? Yeah. I mean, our area got pretty, it got pounded really bad. You know, the entire night you hear helicopters, you know, boats, you know, just trying to evacuate people who are in the surrounding neighborhoods. But other than that, you know, uh, I live in a third floor apartment. You know, I got a, you know, leak or leaky roof. But other than that, you know, I thank God that, you know, uh, we, we got out pretty safe through the whole storm. That's unbelievable. We're we're elated to hear that. So, so you were pl- were yeah. you planning on hitting the game with us? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, we were. Uh, I remember I hit I hit up Michael Bauer. I told him I was like, it's a weekend series. It's a Labor Day weekend. I mean, I was like, you guys have to come down here. You know, like I mean, pass the word on, speak to whoever you got to talk to, make it happen. And uh, I was I was really me and my wife we were waiting for over a year. So uh, you know, it just kind of it's kind of su- it sucks that you aren't you guys aren't coming down because I've managed to meet a lot of a lot of you throughout the other outings I've been to. You know, the first time I met you was in Milwaukee. Uh, this year we went to uh, St. Louis, we went to uh, to Seattle, and and we met so many people. And I just want to like real quick send a message to everybody that that I've met through the t- through the group that's hit us up. It was Irwin, T Bird, Drew. Uh, it was Adam Bartolo down in uh, Chicago. Now he's in uh, uh, in Virginia. You know, hit me up, and they told me they were just wondering how I was doing. So it's like it's pretty amazing, you know, the friendships you make through the group, and you know, it's not but love that I have for you guys that, that hit me up, my family, and, and I really appreciate it. You don't even have to mention it, man. I mean, you guys are going through something that we can't even imagine. And you know, New York was hit, uh, you know, a few years ago with Sandy and. Uh, we totally sympathize with, uh, with what everyone's going through down there. But Brian and I had spoke about before the Astros even came to a decision. I felt personally that it wasn't right for us to be down there uh, on vacationing when people are losing everything, not only their, right. their personal belongings, but their lives. So I think that the decision for us to not go was the right one. But totally, like you're, you're from there, and you guys need a break. I think you, you should be there. Yeah. And I know that you'll, you'll represent strong for us, and uh, we'll be watching on TV. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll get down there eventually, and uh, hopefully this is the first win for you, um, you know, because you mentioned you were at Seattle and St. Louis, and those are both losses. So, um, yeah, so stay, stay strong, man, and anything yeah. we could do to help you yeah, guys out. You. We're, we're trying. We're, so what, uh, quick question. Like, sure. if, if you don't mind, I mean, I know uh, the, the top guys. I met the general in Seattle. I, was, uh, I met Lizzie for the first time. I was really psyched to meet her, too. Um, but, you know, the, 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 the top, you guys, I consider you like the leaders, and you guys aren't going to be here, but I was just, uh, I wanted to ask permission if, you know, if you don't mind hold, uh, that we hold signs saying, like, you know, the Seven Line Army's with Houston. Of course. Kind of like, no, you know, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Represent our group, but just kind of shows compassion towards the, the hometown. No, that's great. And I'm glad you're bringing it up because I didn't want to suggest that. I don't want it to be about us. But, you know, you're representing the group now. You're, you're going to be there. We're not. So, yeah, if, if you want to rock some signs and say the Seven Line has Texas's back, you know, more power, definitely go for it, you know. Um, Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you. You're, you're the general. You're the general. This. You. That's the, it, Rudy. You're the general. You're the now. general on Saturday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stay, Take care, guys. Stay Bye. safe, Bye. man. Thanks for the call. We appreciate that. And and that's amazing to hear that that Rudy kind of made it out unscathed. I know, obviously, others have not been so fortunate. Um, and you know, like we said, our, our thoughts and our prayers are with them. 
Just, I mean, honestly, one of these things, it's these storms have gotten more intense and more unpredictable, and it's a shame. And, and you know, it's we saw it here with Sandy. You know, how many people lost property and lost their houses? And you know stuff. what it is, it's too, just, now when storms pop up, you're like, ah, it's going to be nothing. You know, because how many times are the weather people wrong? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it happens all the time. Like, we do it. Like, oh, it's going to snow 12 inches. Then it, happens, it snows two. Like, we didn't sure. go to work. Lizzie didn't want to go to work last year. I'm like, come on. It's nothing. Like, we have right, Jeeps. Right. Let's go. Yeah. And it really was nothing. And we were the only ones that were at work. We're like, you're actually working today? I'm like, yeah, it's a freaking slush storm. It's no right. big deal. Right, right, right. But, you know, I don't even want to discuss. You know what I mean? Like, people. It's hard. It's, it's hard. You, you get into the mindset that hopefully you can kind of wish it away or, or think it's not going to be that bad. And. This is, again, another once-in-a-lifetime storm that seems to happen every couple of years. So, yeah. I'm know. sure we'll discuss more of this as the show goes on, but uh, we did write an email earlier today. The Astros originally said if the game was going to be played, there would be no refunds. Mm-hmm. And um, because of the situation and just people just can't get there, they are refunding tickets. Yeah, which so, is great for the Astros. I mean, I would have understood. We did give the option, though. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't want to make a decision for the group. Like, you know, if, if people want to still go to the game, Cool, go to the game. Uh, we're not going, but there was no way for us to make a solid decision, like canceled and nobody can go. Sure. So people are like, well, how come you don't just cancel? Like, listen, it's not on us. You know yeah. what I mean? We, we bought the tickets and then distributed them to the fans that were coming with us and sold them as a package. So now we have to – Lizzie and Adam are going through the 300-plus orders to, that make up the 1,000 tickets to decide now who's going, who's not going, and who's getting a refund or who's donating. So it's a lot of work, and there's only, you could see, there's four people here, yourself included. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam came in. He had the day off, so shout out to Adam. I mean, I personally think, and I, I you know, I have wasn't really had a hand in this, but I but think. You helped tremendously, though. Well, I, you know, anything for you guys, and, and I think that it, the situation was handled perfectly. So, um, and, you know, Lizzie and Adam and you are going to be working hard on this for, you know, at least another day or two. Um, it's something that it's it's obviously trivial in comparison to what the people of Texas are going through. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot that needs to be coordinated. There's an, a lot that needs to be kind of sorted out. And I get that the knee jerk reaction in social media is to be like, why don't I have more notice or why don't I have this or why don't I have that? You know, everybody's doing the best they can. Nobody expected this. Exactly. So. And, you know, just to, before we move on to the next topic here, uh, Lucky's is open. The bar is open. They, we got an email today and they said that uh, they're back to regular business and awesome. they're in Houston. So if you are going to the game, uh, they'll, they'll be open. The specials will be on. So show up and uh, hang out at Lucky's before. Do you want to talk about before we get out of Houston, you want to talk about how people can maybe contribute? We will get that in, in a second. But I just wanted to give a shout out to our boy, Wayne Randazzo. He was actually a guest on our show before the season started. And True. Even though he's from Chicago, he's got a lot of love for New York, and he actually took over for Gare this week. I don't know what Gare was doing, but him and the fam were on vacation, and uh, Wayne did a great job filling in for him. And if you follow him on Twitter, at Wayne Randazzo, he's a great follow. And nothing but, you know, he was very honored and uh, excited for the, for, the, for the privilege to do this during the regular season. He did some spring training games, yep. but he was great on the broadcast this week. He was very good. Um, he is very good. Uh, I, you know, I think we're blessed to have one of the best booths, both television and radio-wise in baseball. The best. Not one of I, the best. I look. You know, <laughs> some people are partial to their own hometowns or their other people. You know, now that Vin Scully's out of the game, I would say the best. Um, I have a lot of respect for what they do in San Francisco too on the on the TV side, but 
uh, it's certainly it is talent all over the place. And as you can see with Wayne, it, it's it's a deep bench. So, yeah. Uh, so the Mets are going to uh, Texas. They're probably on their way there right now. Yeah. They just finished up their series in Cincinnati. Montero had a gem last night. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, some Mets players were asked, you know, what are you going to do on the off day? Because mm-hmm. now it is the doubleheader on Saturday. I guess Houston in the ballpark and whoever just needs an extra day to sure. to, to collect their marbles and then uh, have the game on Saturday. So I guess the Mets players were asked by the press, like, what are you guys going to do on, on your off day? And, and a lot of the guys stepped up. I don't know who, for, for, for instance, but um, if you look on the, uh, on the page here or the, whatever the screen, a lot of the beat writers and people did catch wind of that and, and uh, announced that the Mets players are going to organize some type of volunteer effort for tomorrow in Houston, which is great to see. That's great. We, we originally were saying, we, honestly, when I first wrote that, I didn't really gauge the scope of this. So right. I was like, you know what? We're going to go anyway, and we're going to volunteer and then go to the game on Saturday. So Lizzie and I had spoken, a few people was like, I'll totally volunteer on Friday, then go to the game on Saturday. I didn't really realize what we were getting into. Sure. We're not first responders. We shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that our hotels and our flights to Houston should be going to people that can really help rather than us carry boxes. You know, yeah, I mean, not, not downplaying people that carry boxes, but um, of course. You know, I'm it's... not a fireman. I'm not an EMT. Exactly. So that's why we're not going. But uh, shout out to the Mets. I mean, they're already going to be there for the game. It's great that they're going to spend their day tomorrow helping out. Yep, I and agree. they even said I saw in the broadcast they they, they purpose they specifically said no cameras, no press. We're going. We're not doing this for for notoriety. For we're PR, doing this right. for to help. Right, and know? we should mention a former Met who is uh, trying to help uh, aid his hometown. Uh, you know, obviously Houston has gotten a lot of the. Uh, a lot of the publicity, but of course, surrounding areas and parts of Louisiana also have been heavily affected by Hurricane Harvey. Uh, former Mets outfielder Jay Bruce is a Beaumont, Texas native. Um, he that is his hometown. It got hit just as hard as Houston. He is trying to raise money uh, to help his hometown. So as of four o'clock today, he had raised ninety one thousand four hundred eighty eight dollars and eighty nine cents, which is amazing. Yeah, his goal was hundred grand, exactly. which he's going to match. He's yeah, which is I mean, and and Jay, as we know, is such a good guy, and he handled his whole situation in New York here with such grace. Uh, native Texan, obviously, this is close to his heart. Um, so if you'd like to support Jay, just go to Indians.com slash Bruce, and that will bring you right to this page that you're seeing on the screen. You can donate to that. Um, obviously, there are other ways you can do that. Um, we, in our original blog post, we mentioned some of the other ways. Obviously, the American Red Cross, you can just text a $10 donation by texting Harvey to 90999. Um, the United Way, you can text UW Flood to 41444. Salvation Army's down there as well. You can also, on our blog at uh, sevenline.com, in the blog section, we have a link to a page which is a local area um, Houston uh, ABC affiliate. And it has many suggestions on how to help victims of Hurricane Harvey, uh, talking about Houston food banks and, and other things like diapers and formula and medical supplies, wheelchairs, stuff that the people of Houston need. Uh, feel free to go and check that out. Click on that and uh, and just see how you can pitch in. Literally anything helps. $5 will help. We've seen J.J. Watt raise all close to $10 million, which yeah, is I saw unbelievable. Ellen gave him an extra mill today for that, too. It's fantastic. So it's been such a big effort. You know, the Cowboys, Des Bryant, donated $50,000 to that cause. Them. It's 
it's been a huge, big team effort, yeah. and any little bit helps. So, you know, feel free 100%. to go. And, and social media out. helps that go a long way, too. Absolutely. You know, like things like that spread like wildfire. Jay Bruce is on CNBC today for a little interview, and he did a great job on that. I posted it on our Twitter account. Probably not really supposed to be filming the TV and posting a two-minute thing, but I think they'll understand that it's for a good cause. Yeah, whatever. Um, so de- definitely check that out if you want to just go on the Seven Lines Twitter to, to hear about that. But um, we all we, – what Lizzie and Adam are doing as we speak, they are going through all the emails from people that are going to uh, that aren't making the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. So the Indians, not the Indians, the uh, the Astros said, if you're not making the game, can you please give us a spreadsheet of what tickets are not going to be used? They're going to refund the seven line because we paid for the tickets in full. Fans then have the option to donate the tickets back towards uh, the relief efforts or get a refund. So we got a lot to do, but uh, once that happens, we'll keep everyone informed. The money's going to go back to the Astros. Astros are going to disperse through the relief efforts that they're, they're handling. And then the seven line is going to also donate. Um, we have a whole bunch of shirts, T-shirts, stuff that we're not using anymore, um, blanks and things like that. We're going to start doing that. And um, I don't have the information in front of me, but Mulcahy's, Tim from Mulcahy's, they're having something there on the 6th, I think. That's great. So we'll share that as we know. There's, there's a lot going on, and as we – collect ourselves here we'll keep you guys in the loop as much as we can text so give us a shout 631 uh yeah, yes always. or no do you want to do that what uh oh is oh is that no, real she's no she's just <laughs> she's in the chat just trolling uh, okay we always say yeah that. so so give us a call if you if you'd like to chat it doesn't even have to be about the Mets. seriously whatever and it'd be great if they weren't related to me yeah, <laughs> we don't need we don't need everybody to be related to me that calls. Okay? Why not? It's funny. It is. It is. My, what's what's my not f- funny though is Yoenis Cespedes is done for the season. Did nice you see that coming? Uh, yes, uh, but mostly because honestly, what's the point? Um, well, not only that. What not not what's the point? But did you see it coming that he was going to hurt himself? Oh, he's going to hurt himself. No, this was this happened to be like the ten minutes of the game I watched. You know, like base hit through the middle for Dom Smith. Sweet. And like, Here what comes is this Cespedes. shit? Right. Right. Um, just, just a mess, man. It is just a mess. An and you know mess. what? I don't, I'm not a trainer. I don't even go to the freaking gym. I go to the gym through you. And we talked about this since the off season. I wasn't really particularly excited with how this guy's been training. In fairness to you, this is not hindsight is 2020. You were all over this all winter. It like, was, are you kidding me? This guy's got leg issues. He should not be maxing out his legs on what do they call? What is that squats? Yeah. It's like whatever a, the fuck it is. Right. Do not do that. This right. is not smart. And here's the thing. Uh, there have been a lot of Mets fans that have said the train, you know, Ray Ramirez needs to go. Honestly, uh, look, obviously I would probably turn over the training staff at this point. But at the same time, uh, you know, you got to say how these guys workouts are being developed. I saw you tweeted about Mike Barwis the other day. I did write what I wrote seems, on my account. I wasn't seems like a good guy. No, I was a great guy. Nice facility. Seems like he's trying to be very positive towards his clients, which are the Mets. But this is not working. It's not working. This is not working out. You know, it seems like the better training regimen for the offseason was the Keith Hernandez, like beer and cigarettes routine that, that that seemed to keep him healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's look, baseball, playing baseball, you use such different muscles than you do when you're weightlifting. The two don't necessarily coincide. And I think that um, it's becoming very evident that it's going to be less about your beach body and more about your functional strength and trying to keep you healthy through 162 game season because it just can't be like this anymore. It's not bad luck anymore. This is continuous, like, trend that we have to deal with over the course of i mean you did that shirt with the you know and the leading the league and mris and all that stuff it's almost 10 years ago 
Like, come on. What are we doing? What like, what are we doing? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's not even funny it's anymore. It's not. It's just not. It's, it's, it's crazy that this is what the season has come to, especially these guys. I was even saying this on the show. Eating steaks and thinking that they're going to rule the NL East and the best rotation in baseball. None of these guys are even pitching besides DeGrom. Um, it's, it's, it's just it's time for a change. They were talking about actually shutting them down for, like, maybe skip a start or go six-man rotation or whatever. Sorry. Do they even have six guys to fill a rotation? I don't know. I have no idea. But um, let's give a little props to our boy um who's our boy to our boy montero yeah, who had a gem last night he did he did throw a gem last night eight and a third shut out for rafael montero aj ramos comes in and kind of cleans up uh the act you know gets out of a bases loaded jam to uh to escape with the save look you know this guy impressed me last night for a few reasons number one is that he was throwing hard he was throwing 95, 96 miles an hour, which is very unusual for him. But what more impressed me is, as you see the screen, is this is a guy who challenged hitters last night. And all season for him, it has been about he will not come right at the batter. He always is pitching away from contact. Last night he said, here it is, boys, come hit it. And guess what? He threw eight and a third shutout inning. So, <laughs> good for him. I was watching that from uh, from a bar in Patchogue. I was out for trivia night, and I was yeah. watching that. So, I didn't really get to watch. I wasn't glued to the screen, but I looked up. I'm like, holy shit. 90-something pitches, eighth inning. Like, he's still in it. He was dealing. He and, was and dealing. a lot of the guys, the beat guys that, you know, they, they live tweet the games. They were saying, like, oh, he's probably done after this. And he came back on the ninth. So, he went nine and a third. Uh, he, he left with, the, with uh, the tying runs on base, but, you know, they, they won the game. Good for him, man. That's... Got the crown. They're still doing the, doing the crown. Still doing the we, crown. Liz, Lizzie loves the crown. Still doing the crown. Still, uh, <laughs> still trying for that team morale. I didn't want to jinx the team, but I did bring that up before the season, well, like, first week of the season. I'm like, are they going to do this even if it's like, we should, I wish we had I, played a, a, a way to rewind and play clips. I still say you can, you can plant the seeds to a winning season and a losing season, and I think that. You like they're still doing it? I, I mean, I'm surprised they're still doing it. Look, I think that acknowledging and individual efforts and and maybe just the encouragement of look Rafael Montero is obviously a guy who struggled with confidence like I said you know he uh, he's not challenging hitters he obviously didn't trust his stuff early in the season if a crown makes him feel good for a little while then maybe I don't know maybe that'll translate I doubt it but I think it's just something fun they do to keep it all interesting so 631-388-5195 is the number to hang out with us here on Orange and Blue Thing episode 35 we're going to open the lines up right now to John in Patchog, which please turn your computer down, John. What's up, John? Hey, John. John, hey. Hello. Hey, what's up, John? Hey, what's up, guys? What, what are you doing over there, cleaning the house? Seriously, what are you, cleaning out the basement or something? Sorry about that, trying to make something for dinner for the kids. Hey, you drop some off for us. I'm starving. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, just I'm admiring the Shea Stadium sign. I know, and listen, I I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. Let me let me show this just because uh, so you don't think I'm lying. It says right here, John and Logan. I wrote it down in front of you. So uh, John's on the line here from Padshog. He hooked me up with this Shea Stadium sign. Why don't you tell the fans at home where the hell this thing came from? Well, it came from the uh, Shea Stadium rotunda area. I used to work there, and when they tore it, when they tore it down. You know, some stuff was left around, and, you know, sometimes... <laughs> things go you know, missing. Things find their way into the back of cars, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, well, guess what? It found a, a perfect home right here, and I think... Exactly, and that's, and that's exactly why I gave it to you. I figured you would use it better than anybody else. Well, hell yeah, man. This thing's awesome. It's a little heavy for the wall, so I just... 
I propped it up here. So if anyone it's that's perfect, that's uh, listening afterwards that doesn't actually watch the live show, maybe check it out. It's uh, I don't know how big is this thing, two by one or something like that. I yeah, I don't even know. It's but awesome. It is solid though. And thank you guys. Thanks for thank you for coming out. We're going to discuss the warehouse sale a little bit later in the show, but it was a great turnout, and I'm glad you guys you guys. No, came it out. was. My son's very excited, and then I just showed him the uh, live feed, and he got all all crazy because he saw the sign in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. Shout out to Logan. <laughs> John, thanks. Yeah, no, you know what? And I had a question for you guys. Sure, yeah. In regards to uh, David Wright, me and my friends have been kicking this around. I, it, as horrible as it is, you don't want to see the guy's career end. We love him. He, he's one of the best all-time Mets. What if they brought him back maybe next year? I mean, obviously, he's got to decide when his career is over. But what if they brought him back as, like, a bench coach? We discussed that a little bit. I think it may have been last week when we heard that he was coming oh, okay. back. But it's, uh, I think both of us aren't against it. I think that it's, um, it's really up to David to see if he's going yeah, to come to not, not only retire, but if he wants to stay, stay around the game of baseball. Because, I mean, it might be depressing for him to have his, his career cut short That's and then true, just yeah. be sitting That's on the true. bench. You know? I was uh, just figuring because it worked out for Mattingly, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe that he would think about that. Because the guy, is obviously, he knows his baseball. He's a smart, he was always a smart guy. Yeah, very heady baseball player. I would think the guy would be a perfect manager. No, I think so too. And and John, thanks for the call, man, and thanks for dropping by the warehouse. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for the sign. It's it's awesome. I think there's a lot to uh, be said for David as some kind of. Uh, you know, place on uh, some kind of staff. We're with it. We're with we're, it. We're but... with that. But the, the one thing I would say is, obviously, it's trending that way, right? You players with who have been very heady kind of players, like John mentioned, but not necessarily uh, long on the experience side. But the other, th- I'll just say one thing about a bench coach. If you remember, Bob Guerin was here in 2015. He was an excellent bench coach for Terry Collins. And bench coaches have a lot of responsibility that maybe a player wouldn't necessarily be used to. Reminding Terry, you know, maybe get this guy up. Hey, do you want to think about this? Hey, do you want to think about that? It's basically a de facto manager. So um, so it's one of those things where you don't necessarily think, hey, the bench coach does anything, but lifts morale i think that he's pretty much a bench coach now like when he was on when he wasn't down in florida no but you know what i mean like having him around i think was an extra coach yeah you know what i mean and and the guys look to him for to lead by by example and i think that the guy you know even when you saw um last year when flores went down into the into the down the steps Mm -hmm. he was crying right was the first guy behind him when someone's you know what was going on last year with Harvey? Something with Harvey last year, and he, he was the first guy to sit down and sit next to him and talk to him. You know he what was I mean? one of the guys to call out Noah Syndergaard for eating lunch. Throwing his lunch yeah. in the garbage. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? He basically is a coach. You know, when he's yeah. around, he's a coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And the captain. That's what the captain I think do. the bottom line will boil down to if David does decide to retire, which, again, is up to him, and we'll figure that out. That was a nice segue with the question, but we, we were going to get to this anyway. Yeah. He is shut down for this. For, he's shut he down is. again. Yeah, yeah. So he tried. He played one. He was a DH one day. Then he played a full game in, in the field, and then the next day he was shut down again. So I, I he's going for more exams, and I think we're going to hear any day now what's going on with him. And I, I'm, my hunch is that he's probably done. I, I think that if you, if you want my honest opinion, and I don't know anything inside on this, I think that this burst – where it all of a sudden was he's starting a rehab assignment, I think this was supposed to be his send-off, if you want my honest opinion. And I think that, obviously, that's been shut down and derailed. I don't know if he'll give it one more go and try to do one more season spring training. 
And, it's, and there's no shame in that either. Like, if, he's, if he goes, you know what, I tried, this is it, I'm done, I, you know, I think that everyone would has, to get, has to tip their hat to him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, again, you will forget how good David Wright was. You really, really will. Because sometimes there are times where I forget how good David Wright was. And this was a guy who was, again, I know we talked about this last week, not one of the best even Mets of all time or whatever. He's obviously one of the best Mets of all time. This was a top 10 player in Major League Baseball for a good chunk of the first, I don't know, two-thirds of his career. And and save for a couple of injury seasons, this was a guy who was on the fast track to Cooperstown before he got derailed by injury. So it's sad. And and obviously we wish David the best. And who knows what the future holds for him. Um, 631-388-5195 if you want to hang out with us. What else happened this week? Uh, you actually, oh, you had opened up the warehouse here for a, for a little sale. We did. It was you did. We weren't exactly sure what to expect because we've never done it here before in uh, Suffolk County. We've had numerous sales in our New Wide Park location in Queens. Uh, also, before that, in Jamaica. Uh, we never invited people to my parents' house, but uh, some people did like to knock on the door. My neighbors and stuff would be like, oh, you sell shirts here? I'm like, not really. But, like, <laughs> uh, you know, we've done many in-person sales, but they, we opened up the doors at 11 o'clock last week. Cool. And what we've done in the past, was like first 10 people to show up get this so people line up like a day early um one woman when i got here like adam got here before me he got here at like nine on the dot i was at the bank getting some change for the register she was already here wow. so she was sitting on like there's like a skid outside that our neighbor didn't throw out she's sitting on the skid I'm like what the hell are you doing here she's like oh, i really need that hat I'm like, what hat? She's like, the home run apple beanie for my grandson. I'm like, you're a really great grandma. I said, she was sitting in the direct sun, too. It wasn't hot, but still, like, we weren't opening doors for hours. And she's sitting outside the door. And I'm like, listen, lady, we have 11. I know you're first. You're definitely getting one. Leave one. Leave nothing to chance. Grandmas leave nothing to chance. And what we did, too, was we we made uh, order forms. So people that were waiting outside that already know what we sell – they could fill out the form and hand it to Adam, and Adam was was running his butt off. He did a great job that day uh, to to pull what people needed. But some people, like like this woman, was not as familiar with what we sell, so she didn't really know what she wanted. She's just like, "Well, what T-shirts do you have?" I'm like, "Shit, like we don't have them all displayed because." Uh, the idea is that we're going to do this like once a month, so we don't want to spend days setting up the warehouse for a once in a mo- uh, once a month one day thing. You know what right. I mean? Sure. Um, in the past, we've done it where we would set up for days and you know we'd blow it out because uh, we do it once a year. But now we're trying to do it once a month, so we ended up not knowing how many people were going to show up. I went to the supermarket, spent like a hundred and whatever bucks on you know burgers, dogs, stuff like that, uh, drinks, no beers. We weren't trying to like hand out free alcohol. It's probably against the law. But uh, my dad manned the grill. People were, were having a good time. And honestly, at like ten thirty, I was saying to Lizzie, you know, I was like, you know what? If I get my money back for the groceries and we sell some stuff, then it was a success um, because there wasn't really that many people here, and I wasn't trying to like build it up too much to. Uh, to each other, like, man, this is a disappointment. You know what I mean? I wasn't sure what to expect. Right. And then by the time the doors opened, there was hundreds of people outside. So, like, it was almost kind of like um, Field of Dreams when <laughs> yeah. they, they you just, oh, no one's going to come. But then the cars start piling you in. see the cars. Yeah, the it. cars started coming in, like, one car after the other. Just started, like, filled our whole parking lot. And um, no one had to wait more than, like, 45 minutes, which was cool. Like, when, yeah, once we started getting cranking, um, yeah, I'll speak about your parents in a second. But Probably. once we started getting cranking, uh, Lizzie and I were working the uh, the registers, and I was asking people like, "Hey, you know, thank you for waiting. How long did you wait?" And they're like, "Oh, like half hour, forty five minutes. It was no big deal." And what we did, which we talked about on the show last week, was everyone that got there before eleven o'clock was given a ticket. They had to fill their name out on the bo- on the bottom, 
It was one of those ones like a 50-50. Mm-hmm. And I did it in front of everyone so people knew there was no uh, shenanigans. Picked the name out, saw the name, and put it in an envelope. But I fucked up, and I said to Lizzie, um, what, did she, what did you say? Is her name on? What did would you say? Do you remember the name? Oh no, she goes. What number is on the ticket? And I'm like, don't worry about it. I, re- I remember. I remember her name. And then everyone online heard me because it was supposed to be like a gamble, like, yeah. you know. And she's like, wait, her? And I'm like, oh no, her, him, whatever. Like no one really kind of heard it. Um, ended up that she was the fourth person online too. All right. But um, so yeah, for people that are watching now, the, the whole ticket thing was um, you would come and pay. And then we would tell you, oh, guess what? You're the lucky winner, and it was free. So it wasn't like you can go ransack the warehouse. So she ended up getting what, like a, a hat and a shirt or something, which is still great. Two hats and a shirt? Cool. Or just two hats? Whatever. She got like 60 bucks worth of free stuff. That's not too shabby. Yeah, and you know what? With the amount of people that showed up, it helped us pay the rent because we talked about that. Like moving here was uh, a drastic jump in our monthly expenses, and since the Mets are playing pretty poorly and uh, stuff's not exactly flying off the shelves right now, any extra little bit helps. But you did mention your parents showed up. Yeah. And you didn't. Well, I did not. No. Look at that. Look at your parents right there oh, filling our seats. Oh, look at that. Shout out to the Ernie's. Yeah, that's They came great. in. I was like, oh, you want to see where the magic happened? So, you, you know, they came in and, and took our seats for a they second. They look good. They look good. They uh, did. Yeah, you know, my parents were, they called me and said, you know, we're going to the warehouse. Like, here. are you going? He's like, no, I got better. I'm going to the beach. No, I was not at the beach. I was not at the beach. I was Someone at, keeps calling me from an unknown number. Well, stop being. Do you want to call? Call the show. 631-385-195. Stop being weird. Uh, yeah, my parents are great, man. They're so supportive. They, they are. They're, they're great. They do, great so. Mets fans. Great people. Great. They're nice and fun. Thank I got a nice you. big hug from your dad. That's my, my dad, man. He loves He loves his hugs. Uh, six three one three eight eight five one nine five. Shout out to my mom too. She showed up. Yeah, did she? And that was her first time seeing the place. And I'm, I was busy, you know. She's like, "Can I get a tour?" I'm like, uh, "Not right now." I'm like, "I'm kind of in the middle yeah, of something." Yeah, yeah. But we had run out of ice, so she ran and got some more ice, and the food went pretty quick. So I think that maybe Shu and Caitlin went to get food or something. But I said to my dad afterwards, I'm like, it's first come, first serve. If it ran out, it ran out. But, yeah. it, you know, a lot of people got fed. We, we had a lot of food. But it's, I, th- I thought it was great. I think I, everyone actually had the option to because there was the last guy that showed up. We closed the doors at 3 o'clock. It was like 2.50, and he's like, oh, free hamburger? Like, it was like, it was like still – it was kind of getting cold. But yeah. um, everyone got fed if, he, if, if they wanted to be fed, which That's is cool. Good. That's good. So the next one, I have no idea when it will be. But uh, what is it, September tomorrow? So we'll, we'll figure it out in the next couple oh. of weeks. We've got a lot on our plates. Obviously, seriously, like if they can turn the camera around, they're, they're working right there behind us. And um, we have a lot to catch up on before we can uh, announce when our next sale will be. But it will be sometime in September. And then we hope to have it weather permitting all, all year. Cool. We don't want them to be sitting outside in the snow. but No, but that's Weather right. permitting. It's a small window of weather you get right there. So I liked how that segue was right there. We don't really have a way to segue into this one, but did you watch the game on Sunday night? Uh, that was a doubleheader, The ESPN right? game. on. Yeah, there's nobody there. It was uh, like the, the rescheduled game ended up yes, being yeah, – yeah, yeah. they had day game tickets, but they had to go at 8 o'clock at night on Sunday, which – and also watched, that area sucks. Like the train, if you miss the train, that's why a lot of – yeah, Bryce Harper um, was poo-pooing on his fans a couple years ago saying that everyone left early, but – um, if you miss the train, you miss it, and yeah. it's not, which is weird. Like City Field, game's over. This is usually the railroad's waiting for you, or they schedule the seven train like every however many minutes per. See, look at that nice talk about the MTA and the LIRR. Look at that, well, helping them out. Yeah, well, they, they always suck. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Mostly they get hammered. So, uh, yeah, no, I didn't watch the Sunday game, uh, night game. I watched the afternoon game. I popped in for a little bit, but I got a tweet. From Nico, who actually was – he watched our first ever episode. And mm. I remember he watched our first show back in December, and he had a very nice blog post mm-hmm. to write on his uh, Mets Plus website about okay. us saying, you know, there's this new show. We're not exactly sure what 
it's going to be, but I like what Brian and Darren bring to the table. And you and I really didn't know either. We, I think we, that we didn't know until we had Taz on that we were actually not a podcast. And we, so. we talked about this last week about we went back and watched episode one, both of us, independently it's recently. Horrible. And we were just like, oh, my God. What were well, we were sitting in my house, at my house. Keith's got cameras on us. We were supposed we to go on at 1, and I think we went on at, like, 2.45. We had no idea what was going on. We, we actually, you know what? You know, not saying that uh, we deserve any kind of accolades here, but we kind of did turn it around in 35 weeks. You know what I mean? For- I, <laughs> see, look at that. We got live studio applause, too. So there you go. No, I think that. I think that we've done quite nicely. It's got for good guests, Mike Piazza. I, how you, Paul Leduca? Seriously, Wayne Randazzo. Look at that. Uh, Curtis Granderson, Nelson Figueroa. Nelson Figueroa. We announced that McKellar's going to have a brewery. We broke news. Al Dukes. Al Dukes. Who actually his his suggestion was don't go to opening day, go to game two. Yeah. He said there'll be no traffic. That's great. <laughs> good, good job, Al Dukes. So whatever. We've had a pretty good run this year, and the Mets haven't. But um, the two things aren't connected because we just talk about the Mets yeah. and, and whatever. Drink but beers. anyway, but, so ESPN, so anyway, ESPN, ESPN jacked to, our shit. <laughs> so yeah. that's basically what we're saying. We're yeah. trying to say anyway. So, yeah, we have a nice little show going here. If you've been keeping track, I was, unfortunately, I mean, I wasn't trying to do this to be funny, but I've been keep, I was keeping track from the Little League jerseys of who was injured and who was traded. So if you look here on the screen, this one has to be updated because uh, La Melaza, number seven, Jose Reyes is back. But I was using green for traded, mm-hmm. bright freaking neon green for traded, red for injured, and I added Reed and Duda here on the bottom because they weren't part of the, the players' weekend. Right, they were gone before they released So then the ESPN goes and does this. Are you freaking kidding me? That's, that's weak, man. How? I, I didn't invent making a graphic that of says course. traded or injured, of but course. it's the exact freaking thing, same colors. It's the same Green colors. Green and red. Are you kidding me? Who it's... works for ESPN that sees this and goes, this is a really great idea, instead of just being like, hey, and there's a lot of Mets players that are injured, the seven line account actually posts this after, uh, or just make a different graphic, or just exactly choose a, a yeah. team photo and just put some X's over some faces. But green and red, same freaking photo. You know, some Give production, some production assistant in ESPN right now is just like, it's no surprise that ESPN fucking sucks. Ooh, woo. <laughs> wow. Uh oh, fighting words. <laughs> well, unless, fighting you, words. unless you want to put us in ESPN the magazine a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then like, it was cool. Yeah, but, then uh, we're all good. Then we're all good. That's okay. We're we're just taking that uh, one corporation at a time. You know, that's uh, pretty freaking weak of whoever decided that this was a good idea. It's not their best. Um, and then just did the exact fucking same thing. Yeah, uh, it's not. So their sorry, best, Dad. I'm dropping some f bombs here, but you know, he's it fired is what up. It is. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. You fired, fired up. up. Fired up. That's me. Is that me jumping off the That's uh, you jumping Empire off the freaking episode. We were supposed to use this last week last when the Conforto week, news but came yeah, out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it, uh, <laughs> it has not been. Uh, I screwed up. I forgot to put that up last week. Well, that's okay. I asked Brian because we do, we do minimal, minimal show prep here. But uh, I wrote to him like, hey, anything I should, um, anything I should have queued up. And it was right after night. the Conforto injury. Yeah, right after. And he goes, have me. What did you write? Yeah, it was, was a like, text. Like, yeah, just a, just a picture of me jumping off a building. So I had that cute, man. I never used it, I don't think. But. Anyway. Well, if you want to make us feel better about ourselves and, and me about my, my apparently my trajectory in life, 631-388-5195. How do you like you the desk? Hang out with us. I love my desk. They're, my crotch is no longer on display. So that's, that's good for everybody <laughs> involved. Uh, you know, man, I feel great. I, I got a text, what, from you a couple days ago and said I got you a desk and us matching chairs. And, and, and I still don't have my matching chairs. No shout out to Amazon. They screwed sure. up. We ordered some matching chairs that yeah. were supposed to show up yesterday. So listen to this shit. 
I guess Amazon doesn't use. You're UPS. a little angry tonight. It's crazy that they don't do this. You're a little. Amazon. You're a little I have angry Amazon tonight. Prime, right? Yeah. Okay. So it says what day it's going to show up for free shipping, whatever. Pay a little bit extra, have it in a day, whatever. Okay. So on Monday, which we figured out the whole splicer thing here for the for the fo- for the calls, which mm-hmm. actually worked out great. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get us matching chairs. Look at a little pro. Got you a little desk over there. I like it. So ordered two ch- matching chairs. Sure. And this. Whatever the hell it's called, the splicer thing. Mm-hmm. I get a phone call at 7 p.m. last night from Amazon saying, oh, we have chairs delivered. I'm like, yeah, it's a business. Nine to five, like business hours. I even tried to deliver them at 7 o'clock? Last night. So I put in the – like when you sign up for a new address on, on Amazon, you can specify business, whatever. So I did that, and the guy was like, oh, well, we have these chairs and whatever. I'm like, listen, I need it for tomorrow. Make sure it's there tomorrow. Chairs aren't here. Nothing. So obviously we're not going to get them. For Maybe free we'll get or a anything. knock on the door in twenty minutes. But isn't that nuts? If they, if they come, no, to oh, back to them, my point. We should. So we they should. don't use. They use like random guys. Okay. Like we order some stuff for the house, and they'll deliver at like eight o'clock at night. Not even UPS. Not post office. Not just, just some guy. Some guy that works for Amazon delivering some oh. stuff. Well, that's okay. That's not sketchy. It very strange. Yeah. And the guy that I was on the phone with me, I thought it was a scam. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, um, are you sure about this? And I, he was, wasn't trying to get any payment info out of me, but it totally seemed sketchy. Yeah. So he's like, can you tell me what you ordered? And then it, I told him chairs and a, whatever, a splitter. And then like, he pulled up some info. He's like, then you knew the address. I'm like, dude, this is weird. It's really Get your weird. act together, Amazon. Wow. I, love, I love giving you – well, they definitely have their act together. They're huge. But, um, it doesn't seem like it. Eh, I guess not because we're not on too nice – you know. A nice matching, matching chairs. chairs, exactly. <laughs> if they had their act together, I would be on a nice little comfy chair here. So give us a shout. I don't know if Lizzie has anyone on the line, but give us a shout. 631-388-5195. The show goes to like 7 p.m. If you're watching at home, we appreciate it. Just share this on your wall. And what we're giving out tonight is a uh, pin set. I'm actually rocking one here. I don't know if you can see that on the camera. But uh, we came out with different pins. Yeah, this is the Home Run app. We turned the Home Run Apple beanie into a pin. So yeah. there's a, a pin set of six, which actually we screwed up, Lizzie. We got to um, next uh, warehouse sale. We have to make the sets beforehand because people wanted the set, and we're standing there. I'm like, oh, uh, I, I couldn't them find around. them. Yeah, 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 it, was, yeah it was weird. Yeah. So we got to actually get our act together next time on that. But anyway, going to give out some pin sets and uh, decals and some other stuff tonight. Um, people apparently like your angry persona. I don't really get angry, but that's bullshit. Like, how do you order stuff, and then they don't deliver it? I see, that's and then they I'm call saying. you at 7 o'clock at night. I don't, I don't really get angry, but... That was crazy. And then we got an email. What did the email say? Sorry. Sorry we missed you. Yeah, well, no shit. It's 7 o'clock. I don't work at 7 o'clock. I'm home. You see what's happening, people? Jesus you see Christ. what's happening. Uh, uh, wow, okay. All right. Well, anyway, give us a shout. Yeah, I don't, I don't even yeah, know the numbers because we're all in a great mood, so it's fine. <laughs> Everything will be great when you call. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> You know what? We kind of got rid of the voicemails thing because I think that the the live aspect is pretty fun. I mean, we we did use we started the the uh, voicemails back in the off season. Um, we were getting rally man calling every week, and you know that was fun. But I kind of like the live aspect where we don't know what they're going to ask us. Yeah, sure. You know, because you sometimes didn't know, and I already had like an idea because I would listen to the voicemails prior to queue up the show. But since we don't have a producer, and if you've noticed, if you if it's your first time watching the show, there's a whole computer over here that I'm going through the scenes and all this bullshit. And um, if we had a third and someone was producing the show, then there would be some more elements of surprise. But mm-hmm. there's not. It's okay. We're so having, we're we have a good time here. Uh, let me ask you a question. All right, go ahead. We should talk about this briefly before we get somebody else on the line. Conor McGregor 
Oh, yeah. You, I owe you five. Weather. Shit. Let me see if I got it. Five dollars. That's all I get because technically, technically, I lost this bet. But. Not technically. You did lose the bet. Yes. If, see, this is the time where yeah. we would scroll back and play some clips. But No, no, no. I, I admitted. I fully admitted that I lost the bet. The nature of the bet was I said he was going to knock him out cold. That that he was not that Conor McGregor was not going to get up for a uh, ten count. So I went a TKO doesn't count. And even though it would have been a KO had the referee not had a quick trigger. Whatever. I, I'm with Connor on that one. Uh, he definitely should have uh, not been as quick. But the only reason I'm giving you five bucks, we'll let the people know. The bet was for fifty bucks. I ho- I owe Brian fifty five for softball, which so, you guys should see, come to so the softball event. So five dollars. So Darren wins. So congratulations. Thanks, brother. No problem. But you know who really wins is uh, McGregor and Mayweather because they made hundreds of millions of dollars. And um, the uh, what you call it? Did you see the report that? Mayweather tried to put like four hundred thousand dollars on himself yes, that I the did. fight was going to go I, nine and a half rounds. Hey, listen, well, and it went nine and a half rounds. So it you, if makes you, you watch the fight, you can kind of see that. Not that he he was getting some solid shots in, but he was kind of stringing him along. McGregor, he let McGregor punch himself out, and, and I don't believe for a second that he's actually retired. Oh no, there there, there will definitely be a McGregor two, McGregor Mayweather two. They're not going to bring it to the octagon because Mayweather's going to get you just get yeah, killed. No, uh, yeah, there's um, no way. So. We'll see. But right. it, we definitely didn't see the last of them. Well, speaking of a guy who is winning a lot lately, that's somebody named Curtis Granderson who's with the best team in baseball, Los Angeles Dodgers. And Logan wants to talk about that. Logan, what's up, man? What's going on? Welcome to the show. Hi. Hold on. Let's, you, got, you, uh, you, got, you got that all set up for them there? Yeah, I think so. All right, Logan, go ahead. Hi. Um, I just wanted to see um, what was your feelings about Curtis Granderson being traded? Well, I mean, I don't know about Darren. Maybe you have a different feeling, but I think it's great for Curtis. I feel I'm happy. I'm for happy Curtis. for him too. Like I think that he has an opportunity now to go a long way deep in the playoffs. Unfortunately, he's going to be teammates with. Uh, well, he is teammates with Utley, who's not very well liked in New York. But um, I think it's great for Curtis. Hopefully, he can get a ring. He definitely deserves it. One of the best guys to ever play baseball, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, on and off the field, he's he's uh, he's a great person, mm-hmm. and I think he has a great shot here. And, and I think it's great. Logan, what about you? What do you think? I feel like he has a great chance of like if he wins the World Series, I would be very happy for him. Yeah, that's awesome. Do now, you have a Do you have a favorite player that's currently on the Mets? I don't know. Maybe T.J. Rivera or Yoenis Cespedes. That's those are good choices. Do you play baseball? Yes. What position? I play catcher and pitcher. See, that's awesome. that right there. Catcher, a fellow catcher, part <laughs> of the fraternity right there. I like that. I like that. Well, keep playing, keep doing what you do, and thanks for calling, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Look See, at that. Look at, Look at that. that. I, I like Maybe that's I why like I shouldn't it. curse as much, right? Well, listen, you know, <laughs> you're sta- the one thing I will say about that I'm is. I'm trying. The one thing I'll say about that is I was a notorious curser when I was young. And, well, I'm older than you. <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying, when I was a little kid even, like I know I definitely dropped some inappropriate curses at some wrong time. Sorry, Mom and Dad. But I will say this. There is something about when someone curses that is very authentic because it comes from a real place. And as long as you're not using F is every other word, like you would take a breath. Right. I think it's nice that you keep – that's who we are, right? right? right that's right, We're right. talking like we're not, we're not putting – this isn't an act. This isn't like we're trying to do a show and we're trying to be here. I'm Brian Herney, and welcome to our show. And, you know, it's not – that's not us. We're just hanging out doing our thing, and this is who we are. So we were talking like this 
an hour ago before we went on the air. So whatever, man. You know, it is what it is. And they're words and, and kids. Yeah, we're not the uh, the Osbournes back when that show was, was out. And right. Just, every other word was a curse. But, but Logan's parents were sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short. Darren's sorry. So we do, we, do, 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 we do try to do a clip of the week each week. And uh, this week was pretty much an easy one. I actually wrote on Twitter today, hey, anyone have any suggestions? And I feel like... This was a home run. I don't even know how I had to think twice about this one. So shout out to Loretta. Oh. Panasso is on call. Oh, it's El Panasso. Whatever that means. Does that mean home runs? Oh, Keith. I mean, Keith obviously has no filter. So, I mean, if, if, you, so if you had a hard time hearing that, because I'm not exactly sure if that worked or not, we have to fix something on the board here so we can hear the clips play back in our ears. But uh, they were showing off Robles warm up. And I guess on the back of his jersey, whatever it said, Keith goes, what does that mean, home runs? So it's like, it's Keith, no filter. Obviously, he's not making any, any friends in the, in the bullpen right now. Amazing. I, I Look. Robles has been bad. Yeah. 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 Real bad. And uh, I, <laughs> whatever, man. I love, I, again, authenticity. But we both That's didn't want Montero Hernandez on the team. And then last night he was, he threw a gem. So I don't know if what we're seeing lately from Montero is actually who Montero is. Uh, I guess time will tell. But, you know, he was asked today if he thinks that, maybe it was yesterday, if he thinks that he deserves to make the rotation now. Right now he does because all those other guys are on the shelf. But come next year, I think he said, you know, those decisions aren't his to make, and he's just going to try his best. I mean, that's all you can ask for him. That's all you can do. So whatever. I mean, look, it's one of these things that next season when it all you get a hard reset and everything just starts all over again, you can go back and you can say, hey, like maybe we saw the a glimpse of something. Maybe Rafael Montero will be an integral part to this team. In like the short term, you're just sitting there saying, eh, whatever. I mean, it's probably right. a mirage. He pitched it, you know, he threw against the Reds, they stink, you know, whatever. But who knows? You really don't know. You know what it is? I think that uh, as fans, we're just a little bit frustrated that we're waiting years and years of seeing the same results with with this guy. And it seems like he has nine lives with the team. And we're, we're now seeing glimmer, glimmers of hope that maybe he figured it out. Yeah. You know, um, we usually like to end the show with a little bit, a little Facebook Q&A. We will try to get another call in if anyone has one. Uh, 631-388-5195. We'll talk about pretty much anything. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing this weekend? What do you got planned? What's going on? You need what some. Are you... Well, what are you doing this weekend now that you're not going to Houston? You know what? My wife, Lizzie, Mish, Trisha, all the girls uh, that we usually roll with had like a group chat mm-hmm. about what are we doing now this weekend because people obviously aren't going to Houston. Right. And I said, listen, I got my freaking hands full. Please leave me out of this. I want nothing to do with making plans. So. Yeah. Um, I said to Kel, we don't get a lot of time why away you, from you. Why you've been, you've been coordinating I mean, something? When you walked way? in today, I was like, dude, I'm so freaking shot. Like, <laughs> I walked in here and it I'm was editing like, like oh. the 15 beanies that we're trying to sell next week. Lizzie and Adam are working on the outing. I don't know. It, it's been it's been a crazy week. And like, yeah, I was getting texts and, and tweets all week of like weather reports. I'm like, I have the weather channel. I'm glued to the weather channel. I understand what's going on. So anyway, um, you know, my wife works very hard all day with the baby and 
her parents are staying with us right now, so they were watching our daughter, and we were going to go to Houston by ourselves this weekend. So she was looking forward to that for months, that we were finally going to get away a weekend away from not, you know, we're not trying to, you know, push off our baby on anybody, but we were finally going to get to go course, away by ourselves. It was like course. a second honeymoon. So she was disappointed that we weren't going to be able to do that. So she was looking forward to doing something. So I wasn't able to fully commit to anything until I knew what the hell was going on with the game. Because if they were going to relocate it to Tampa, I was going to go to Tampa. Um, like we were saying earlier in the show, I don't feel right going to Texas right now. I'm not, you know, whatever. So the girls were discussing even up until like 11 or noon today, like, what are we doing? Um, Airbnb, maybe we'll go to Montauk, we'll do this or that. But it's Liberty Weekend. You plan something this close to the holiday, you're going to pay out the nose, and none of us really wanted to do that. So we're just going to go take the ferry and go to Mohegan Sun for cool. a couple of days. Or Sounds Foxwoods, good. whatever. One that, of those. That's a good segue since we talked about all the planning that goes into Houston and what you've had to deal with in these last you know, 72 hours. Jim Bork wants to know how much, how much time goes into planning an outing on, on, <sighs> under, under normal circumstances. We started planning for this Houston outing last September. Mm-hmm. Like right away, I hit up the Mets. And uh, once I got the schedule and I hit up my contact and said, is there anyone over at the Astros that we can speak with? Like anyone that you would recommend that we work with? Um, Because we are a rather large group and not everyone deals with this sort of thing, like a thousand fans coming from this many states. So we work on it immediately, right when the schedule comes out. So we should have the schedule for next year within another week or so. So even though we don't know when the game will be for next year against the Red Sox, I started that convo months ago so it might might that game depending on where it lands next year will be over a year of planning so we were definitely looking forward to i love texas i talk about it a lot of times on the show i love texas i used to go to austin every winter to ride my bike and i was really looking forward to it but obviously it's not going to happen um but a lot of fans you know we had a caller earlier that they're still going so they're going to rep for us and we'll definitely be watching on sny and um we wish nothing but the best for anyone down there all right, uh, Florida Brew wants to know the final outings coming up. I know he's going to be up here for that. Um, when are tickets going on sale for that? The last um, of the I don't know. I probably should have found that out by now. <laughs> but uh, we obviously we work with the Mets now. It's Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. If you want to join us on September twenty third, that is the second to last outing of the year. It's a Saturday night. It's Brian Shoemaker's birthday. We're going to turn it up a notch. We will be tailgating before we get into the game, and I think it's fireworks night as well after the cool. game. I think. I don't even know. It's nice. Um, Adam gave me a thumbs up. He, he's our... Our, our, uh, our fact checker. Our fact checker. Our... Uh, what do we want to call you tonight? Our Lizzie's assistant behind the scenes. Yeah. So, yeah, we have some tickets left to that. I don't even know how many. Maybe like 50 or 60 left. I should probably find out from the Mets, though, because that would be a good idea to start promoting that. The last game of the year, I think we're going to turn into like a huge blowout. I think we talked about it on the show. I'm probably going to stay in Queens that night. But maybe we can even turn it into something for, for Houston where we do a, some kind of drive at McFadden's. Because it's a weekday. We usually pregame at McFadden's beforehand, so maybe we'll turn that into something for Houston. Because even though it will be a month removed from the storm, this is going to take a very long time to recover from. And I, I, I think that it, once it's out of sight, out of mind, once it's not on Twitter constantly, once it's not on the Weather Channel every day or the cover of the newspaper, people are still going to be going through this storm for a very long time. Of so course, I think yeah. we'll try to discuss and figure something out for that pregame party at McFadden's. Carmen Shores wants to know, uh, well, I, I don't think you know for sure, so what do you think the chances of uh, a Bronx invasion in 2018 happening? 
That's up to those sissies over in the Bronx. Mm, S-A-W-F-T. <laughs> the Yankees don't want us there. So. You know, it's, 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 it's clear that the, the Yankees do not want us in their ballpark. We completely dominated in 2015 when we were overlooking the bleacher creatures, and it was everywhere. Even this year. This year's um, we weren't there, and what's his name from uh, Michael K actually said, why aren't the 7-line Army here? Like, they even they, they, they were getting used to us being there, and the Yankees didn't like that, and that's why they tried to spread us out over eight sections. And I think until they come to terms with, we are a force to be reckoned with in New York and just deal with it, take our money, we're dying to come. Seriously. Um, I'm I, glad we didn't go this year because they lost four straight games. You but, know, I have to go to Soft Land on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah, you do. I do. You're I going do. to a bachelor party. But I am. I yes. don't know. Dude, yeah, yeah. They should just embrace that. And then maybe if some Yankee fans, not those dorks uh, four line, can organize mm. themselves and come to City Field, we can screw them. Uh, we can. They don't have a lot of momentum. We can have rival things. sections, and it'll be fun. You know, we were hoping for that in Seattle. We were hoping that the Kings Court would have been there; would have been great. But mm. um, they weren't. But you know what? I think that the more fan groups, the better. You know, Pantone guys in LA, whatever. Organize yourselves. Have fun. That's what life's all about. And I think if the Yankees kind of realized that and gave us a section, we're paying for the tickets. You know, people aren't dying to go to the Subway Series anymore. It would have been a fun time. They blew it. Um, I think that's a good place to stop. So um, we're going to keep this at a... Really? Night. We're done? Yeah, I think so on Facebook, uh, on Facebook Q&As. Why don't we go ahead and... Crack some beers and go on Periscope? And, and do the <laughs> after show. Last week, if you did not see, on Periscope, we did a little after show, 10 minutes... Even though we've been, uh, well, one of us has been cursing like a sailor tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we we do a little bit more adult oh, content. Oh, we didn't do the share uh, the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you haven't, I don't shared, know how this, shared, the show, if you haven't shared this yet, go ahead and share it. We'll go pick a winner on that. Uh, in the meantime, in the next, if you want to jump over to Periscope, you can. We're going to do a little after show for 10 minutes and uh, and kind of open it up and do Who a little. Who won last week? Tezza? Yeah, Tezza And you said that to him. I saw, you, I saw he... Uh... He posed with it on on Twitter. Oh, did he? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, stop. All right. Uh, Al- Alyssa Heinsen. So cool. Alyssa Heinsen. Let's write that down. Is. Can you send her a message and just ask for her address? I can. Hey, she studied at my uh, alma mater. Super. We don't need her size. We're just going to send some pins and decals. And Sunil stuff. Westbury. All right. So, well, Alyssa, I'll send you a message on Facebook. Hey, you're looking good with that scruff today, bro. I you didn't think even so? notice it until yeah? just now. Yeah? Do you think so? I'm jealous. I wish I could get a beard so bad. I trimmed up. Uh, yes. it, my, my, uh, my face irritates Kelly when we make out. So I had to that's why I ha- Dude, that's <laughs> why I have to shave mine because my wife hates it. And we're going away this weekend, so I'm trying to do a lot oh, of making yeah, out. You know, I'm man. Hello. Hello. Hey, save it for the after show. Save it for the Very after nice. show. Very nice. My wife. I get it. All yeah. right. Let's get out of here, my friend. I get it. <laughs> let's Very get out nice. of here. We got, we, got a, we got a whole after show for this. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, thanks for watching. We'll be back next Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, Facebook.com slash 7line. It's a little show we like to do called Orange Blue Thing. If you're listening afterwards on SoundCloud and iTunes, we appreciate it. Uh, tell your friends. Rate, subscribe to all that good stuff. And um, we'll see you guys next week. If you're going to Houston, rep, rep loud for us. Cheer extra hard for all of, all of us that couldn't make it. Houston, we're all thinking of you. We're all uh, trying to do our part to help you guys out. So every little bit counts, like Brian said. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for calling. Thanks to the callers. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Lizzie and Adam for helping out behind the scenes. We'll see you next week, guys. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't.